we go. Rolling. Great. Jimmy, just over the last two weeks alone, I've seen you virtual reality with Brie Larson. I've seen you with the uh, the cups with Ryan Riddle. Oh, we had the bu busiest two weeks that we've had. Like we've had a great year on the Tonight Show, but the last that one week, I know what you're talking about. We had the Avengers uh, singing "We Didn't Start the Fire." Uh, we got Billy Joel's permission, did all that, and got every Avenger to sing that bit. And then at the end, it turned into a mosaic of Stanley, and said like oh, the fire so will nice. still burn on and on. It will always burn on. And so we were really proud of that. It was a lot of work for us, and we're like. So proud of that. And that same night, we had these two new writers uh, that are on the show now uh, uh, from Yale, Rebecca uh, Shaw and Ben uh, Cronengold. They wrote this sketch of me doing Bernie Sanders right. rapping to Old Town Road because CNN was doing like five town halls because everyone's running for president right now. And so they did five town halls in one night. So I was Bernie Sanders rapping. Like, uh, I'm going to talk to the people in the old town hall. I'm going to tell them that we don't want no wall. You know, and he was rapping. And so I had prosthetics on for Bernie. And Tariq was rapping with me. And the Roots were playing. And that was fun. But that got a lot of attention as well. Then we did a uh, beat battle with Brie Larson. Uh, then I did a hip-hop dance class with A-Rod uh, that people were talking about. And then Paul Rudd came in town. Oh, the Paul. Anytime you and Paul Rudd are together. Dude, this guy is a perfectionist, and he's unbelievable, and he was loopy. He just got back from Beijing or something, so he really had no idea where he was. And I'm like, he's like, I'm sorry, dude, I'm a little out of it. I go, don't worry about it, just put on this wig, and we're gonna have fun. Uh, and then we spent the next three hours doing a shot-for-shot -shot remake of the Dead or Alive video, You Spin Me Around. Um, I hope we did it justice. Uh, I did you hear from that band at all? They're actually dead, really. Oh, both of them? Yeah, they are. Yeah, dead or alive, they're actually dead. Uh, but, uh, you know, we wanted to honor them anyway, but that's a classic song. And uh, uh, shot for shot, if you see it, I mean, we worked hard on that one. But that got a lot of attention, thanks to Paul. And uh, uh, But we were in there trying to harmonize and trying to do the bits and trying to make it perfect. And then if that wasn't enough for that week, we did two stings on the moon. Right. which was an idea that we've had years ago that uh, our writer Arthur Meyer wrote and Colin Elsey and he they sent it to Sting and it was like it was more like a two stings together on the moon or something like that and uh, we never heard back and then Sting's publicist called us and said uh, Sting is okay with it he wants to rewrite it is that okay? There you go. Right. what? Sting wants to write a sketch for yeah yeah, of course. What are you talking about? Uh, that's amazing. So Arthur's freaking. I was like, Sting was rewriting my bit. Uh, and so then we hear back the next day from Sting, I got a scratch track. And he's like, two things on the moon. I'm like, walking on the moon? You're doing a parody of your song, The Police? What is going on? And I go, we're all like so excited and freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I go, does he want to, because in my head in the sketch, we wrote that he's, you know, we're on the moon, we're dressed as astronauts. I go, would Sting want to wear that? harness and go up and and they go well let's ask and Arthur got the best text back from his publicist that said Sting wants to fly like, <laughs> that was pretty awesome that was all one week I know and it was like hey guys we're doing a variety show and this week's been amazing last uh, the one I watched yesterday which was your Thursday Ryan Reynolds and you doing the, the spit takes you know you never know what game <laughs> or what bit is going to work but you know you think back to the originators of the tonight show and steve allen you know who was everyone's he would inspiration do he would do he was the first guy to do you know before letterman was doing like 
uh, sitting in a bowl pretending he's a banana split. Right. Steve Allen was doing that stuff. Uh, and so I heard a great story from Steve Allen's grandson. He told me, he's like, because Steve Allen would do anything to just do a stunt. And, you know, um, it's a variety show. And the last thing, I don't know if you ever heard the story, they tried to launch him out of a cannon. No, I haven't heard <laughs> that one. So they tried to launch Steve Allen out of a cannon, I think, over the bushes and land in some celebrity's pool. And he said, yeah. He's like, great, let's do it. And he's in this outfit and they got a cannon and they put a sack of potatoes or something in there to practice it. And the thing went right into like a brick wall. And he goes, I'm out. What am I doing? Why was I thinking I was actually going to do this? You were going to launch me in the air? Well, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a talk show host. But I, I love that that, uh, that, was the last, that was the last thing. So we do all different games and try to do something different to kind of do something refreshing, not just for our minds and energize the writers and us, but also our audience too. And like, what can you do that's different besides, you know, just a talk show and monologue and a talk show? It's like, I want to try to do anything different. So we, we try to switch it up and, and change it up. And so we played that game with Ryan Reynolds. And again, he was loopy too. He just came back from, yeah. uh, he was in China or something. He was in China yeah. for Detective Pikachu. And there we were playing a game where it, just so silly but it was fun it was great and he's a good sport and uh and again that got people talking about the movie which is you know uh, our job well speaking of different you did two things this year that i want to ask you about one yeah. was your trip to puerto rico uh, you and lin-manuel miranda are so good together yeah. and and that particular trip was funny but it also it seemed to like it touched you it really uh changed me that was the most uh that's that's the most proud i've ever been of anything i've done in my career because Lin-Manuel came on our show and he was telling us how he was going to bring Hamilton down to Puerto Rico to uh, basically to remind Puerto Rico that, hey, we didn't forget about you. And, uh, you know, you, you are Americans and uh, we need to shine the light on them and they need to help. They need help rebuilding. And I was so touched by that. And I go, how can he move a Broadway play to, I mean, you can't, especially if it's a hit play. There's too much money involved, I mean, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's impossible to do. He had the rights, though. <laughs> yeah, but there's unions and there's... Yeah, oh, I know. There's actors that have families, and there's a lot to move a thing. I mean, there's... But he did it, and everyone worked together to, for the common good and pulled this off, and I go, they can do that. Can't we do one show from Puerto Rico? And so NBC was cool. They said, yeah, sure, but our staff is probably 200-something people. So we can't afford all, everybody. So we took a skeleton crew of about 30 people, flew to Puerto Rico, we we already wrote out like act one, what we want to do. We booked uh, Lin-Manuel, obviously, and I got to sing uh, with him and the cast of Hamilton, uh, the story of Tonight, which is perfect because um, obviously the Tonight show, but it's like we may not live to see our glory, uh, uh, but our children will tell our story and they're gonna talk about Tonight and what we're doing. And it's like, yeah, we. We brought the Tonight Show to Puerto Rico and a place that needs help, it needs our help. And I can't even tell you, but looking in the eyeballs of, of everyone on that island, they're so happy, but tears of joy and, and gratitude and, and people hugging me and going, thank you for remembering that we're here and that we exist. And 
you know, and I go, man, that made me want to do such a better show. And so we had uh, Bad Bunny, and we had uh, Ozuna and Jose Feliciano, and we went to Old San Juan, and we, uh, we, we played with a big gang of dancers uh, choreographed down uh, uh, Fortaleza Street, uh, and we um, sang uh, Mia, uh, which is uh, Bad Bunny's hit song, and people were just so happy and dancing and colorful, and it's like, yeah, this is happening. It's open for business. Puerto Rico is ready to go, and even if you, you we gave some charity uh, websites that you could donate to, um, the Hispanic Federation is one of them, but if you don't have money to do that, I understand. Next time you go on vacation, go to Puerto Rico. That is just as good as any donation. You have to, uh, they will help, the tourism is a lot of their economy, and, and they need to rebuild. Uh, but most of the resorts are open and ready to go. Um, I also did a zip line while I was there, which was hard. I hate, I, <laughs> I came really, I just, it was, I hate zip line. I don't like it at all. I just was like, I got to make good TV. I got to do this. You know, I was thinking of Steve Allen. That Allard. was your canon moment. <laughs> that was my <laughs> canon moment going, I, I'm doing this for Puerto Rico. And, you know, uh, hopefully they know that because I'm afraid of heights and I just don't do, I don't want to strap myself to a cable and go 90 miles an hour for two miles. It doesn't interest me at all. And I hated it. But I did it and my, you know, the air was going through and I went with Tariq from The Roots and he loved it. Uh, but uh, I guess after we aired that special, uh, that zipline company had to add another line because the demand was quadruple. So uh, mission accomplished on that. And it's just, even though it's a small thing, you, uh, we're going to continue to talk about uh, Puerto Rico and, and raise awareness and they, they need help rebuilding. But man, that was something I'll never ever forget, ever. It really changed me and changed, I was just so proud of our show and what we could accomplish. The other episode that I want to ask you about was your anniversary special, the Larry Sanders <laughs> yeah. version. That looked amazing and that it was, was so funny and I bet it took a lot of time to put together. That was a tricky one to put together. He, I, well, I, was telling him, I was talking to my wife about one of my favorite Larry Sanders episodes, which Carol Burnett was on. It's a really funny episode, and there's animals involved. Spider. Spider, yeah, with Hank, and yeah. yeah. So I was talking to her about that, because it really is, I mean, now that I'm hosting a talk show, I can say this, it's actually almost exactly like that show. It is really well written and well done. And my wife said, why don't you just write your own version of that, like, like a, your own backstage thing, and I go, it's a lot of work, but I mean, it's a good idea. Let me pitch it and see if we can do it. So again, NBC said, sure, if you feel like that's what we want to do. So we, Amy Ozols said, I want to do it. Let me, let this be my project. She locked herself in her office and she typed out a one hour written behind the scenes show of our show, of The Tonight Show. And we had Tina Fey, uh, we booked Ben Stiller, uh, Robert Irwin, who's the our animal expert, but we had to shoot the show twice with a real audience, not knowing that what the joke is, because we didn't want them acting. So we just did this whole bit, and me and Tina were kind of odd and fighting, and we did like actions that we had pre-taped before, so they were like, well, the audience was kind of a little weird, and I messed up some cue cards on purpose, and just to, it was, and then afterwards I told them, hey, we're doing, here's what we're doing, and we're actually really friends, and the whole thing, but they were like, this was so weird. Uh, and. Uh, we did that twice, then pre-taped for probably two weeks of different things with everyone's different schedule to try to get every joke in there. But um, when you get people like Tina Fey and uh, Ben Stiller 
doing comedy with you. You're pretty... Nobody plays annoyed better than Ben Stiller. <laughs> He's unbelievable. <laughs> he didn't want to leave. He was dressed as this, he was dressed as hashtag the panda for like hours, walking up and down our halls, and he was, he was hilarious. But we also got Robert De Niro to do a cameo, right. uh, who we love, uh, who was my first guest ever on Late Night. So that's a little homage to that. And then Lauren Michaels did a cameo, which is... Uh, which he's never done on The Tonight Show. And uh, it's good because he's really not a good actor. But we, I was grateful that he did it. And uh, you know, he's my, he's my mentor, he's my guy. He, he got me to where I, I am today. I wouldn't be anyone without uh, Lorne Michaels believing in me. But uh, yeah, so that was a big swing. But I think the best part of that was that we didn't tell anyone that that was coming up. Can you imagine what was going through the audience members' minds? I was, I was reading Twitter and going like, yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted, dude. It's like, this is exactly what I wanted. Uh, people are going, wait, the cameras aren't off. They're still, they're showing us what's happening. They're not cutting away. They're not going to commercial. I'm like, <laughs> and then they're seeing me get in an argument with a producer. And I'm like, glad you explained it. Because can you imagine the conversations going home if you had? Some people are like, I don't <laughs> like this, man. I don't want to see Jimmy talk like this. Like, this is weird. Like, But that's great. It's something different. And I've been wanting to do it forever. Everyone I just happened to do that. it this year. I, I immediately, I emailed Judd immediately and I sent him uh, the script and I sent him the finished, uh, the rough draft. I go, take a look at this uh, when you get a chance. I think it was around the Academy Awards. So he's like, I'm a little busy, dude. But, uh, he goes, Gary would love this. I, and honestly, I thought of the great Gary Shandling who was a friend, but also one of the greatest comedians in the, in the world. So if, uh, if you don't know who Gary Shandling is, or Larry Sanders, they're worth, worth Googling. Watch Judd's app, uh, his documentary. Oh, the documentary, the age oh. of Judd's, that was fantastic. It's a four hour documentary. I him in the Emmy press room last year after they won for that. And he, he was so emotional about it. His Emmy win coming for that. Talking about a perfectionist yeah. in comedy, I mean, it's, it's Gary Shandling. He's just precise and down to the wire and would work. Uh, I've seen him at Hermosa Beach at the, uh, improv out here in LA and he was really one of my one of my idols and I gave him a shout out once on the show I said hey Gary if you uh you know blah blah, blah you know I, I love you buddy and he sent me an email he goes don't ever do that again. that that was weird that was like I was like wait is my tv coming to life like this is so weird that he's talking right to me he goes but don't do that again I'm like joking Last question. Uh, we're on awards websites. So I always like to ask about Emmys and such. You've got six Emmys yourself. Yes. Four for interactive and two for guest hosting SNL. Yeah. But they've all been at the creative arts ceremony, so you weren't able to be there. Yeah. Um, not on the primetime ceremony where you attend every year. Yeah. I never uh, got a chance to do a speech. Let me ask about the first one. How did you find out and what did you do? Uh, I mean, Win, yeah. Winning an Emmy is obviously uh, an amazing thing. Being nominated is an amazing thing. I love award shows. I've hosted the Emmys. Um, I've hosted many award shows. Uh, I love award shows. My mom got me into them as a kid. She used to watch every one. She used to watch the Academy Awards, get dressed up in a gown, and uh, do like a fake acceptance speech every year. It was really corny, but it was funny. And so me and my sister grew up, and my dad, just loving uh, award shows. Uh, when you first find out that you're nominated, that's a big deal. That's so exciting. And everyone hears about it. And everyone calls you and is like, oh, congratulations, oh my God. And that is like a, a feeling that it's just like, wow, that is awesome. You want to ride that out forever. You don't want that to ever end. <laughs> Once you get to the actual awards, it's like, oh, someone's gonna win. And you know, it's probably, I don't know if it's gonna be me. You know? So it's like, uh, I've never had the experience of being in the crowd when I won. 
it's always like I see it online or someone will call mm -hmm. and go, you won. I go, cool. I mean, that's great that I won, you know, but what do I do now? They go, well, we'll mail you one or something <laughs> like that. It's like, I really wanted to be able to thank people and really show how grateful I am to be in this business and be able to do what I'm doing and uh, be in the, you know, do a variety show and, and thank all the guys that came uh, before me and, and girls and, uh, and people that worked and writers that wrote and that never got a chance to see what social media can do and how you can have a sketch live forever. I mean, imagine writing a sketch for weeks or a month and it comes on one night and you don't see it again. Did you see my caveman sketch? Did you go, I, I missed the show last night. Huh. That's it. That's it. That you can't even, you can't YouTube it. That doesn't exist. Well, the year you hosted the Emmys was one of the single greatest Emmy hosting experiences I've ever had. Oh. That opening that was, with the Glee people, and that was their first year. Was and the then they to divided off and did the genres for the first time ever. Yeah. It was just amazing. Oh, I remember uh, we, uh, we tried, I remember that year. I go, I'd love to have uh, Kim Kardashian on the Emmys. And I remember those pushback. They're like, ah, that's kind of reality. So I go, you're wrong. That show's big, it's gonna be giant. People are gonna talk about these people. I love the Kardashians. They go, yeah, well, we got other people over. But I go, please just put down as a favor to me. I'd love to have Kim on or somebody from the Kardashians. They're like, and they did, and they, they caved and they had her on and I'm so happy. And I sang with her. Yeah. And then after that, she put out a song remember that but I just love moments like that where it's like you don't know what what's gonna happen with TV or or the I don't even know if you want to call it TV anymore I mean it's great getting bigger than that it's, it's content you know it's like uh, it, it's 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 so it's so big and so uh, I, it's just growing and growing it's exciting and you're in the room with the best of the best and that's a fun night and that's a it really feels good to see your peers and you go, ah, yeah, you were up till four in the morning writing that. I know you were, yeah, no, yeah. Hi, you know, it's like you, you go to parties and things and you all see each other, you know, you know James Corden or Stephen Colbert and Kimmel and Conan O'Brien. I mean, they, they do that five nights a week, one hour long. You all have a bond, even if you don't see each other that often because of what you You lived do. it, dude. You can see it in your eyes. You go, yeah, you lived it, man. You, <laughs> You, you've, you've touched, you've touched the, uh, the the sun or whatever it was. Like you've actually been to some, you know, yeah, I've done it, and it's great, and it's so much fun. Like all, all everybody in this, you know, in that category, it's like whether it be Sam B or John Oliver, Hassan Minaj, who's, it, everyone's good at their bit, and it's it's there's room for everybody, and everyone's got their strengths. I mean, uh, you. John Oliver, you don't want to see him do a Bernie Sanders impression, but I can't do what he does, you know, and so I'm grateful to him, and I watch him all the time, you know, and you, you get Trevor Noah is having a great year, and it's just, and Seth Meyers, it's just crushing. He's, you know, I watched him since Center at Live. Uh, it's just exciting, and it's fun to see each other, but we go to parties, and you be at the things, and I'm telling you, by the end of the night, in one corner, it's all the talk shows and all the comedians <laughs> just talking to each other. Like There was a Larry Sanders like that where like four or five of them were in, backstage at an award show. It's the truth. Talking. It actually happens. I was just at the Time 100 two weeks ago. I'm sitting next to Nancy Pelosi. Two tables behind me is Jared Kushner. This is really happening. I go, wow. So we're sitting there. I'm telling you maybe 10 minutes later, it's me, Trevor Noah, Hassan, and John Oliver going, what? 
let's let's talk. I mean, and we're all together, and it's it's great. It's camaraderie, and it's a family. To go, this is a this is a, we're very lucky people to be able to do this type of stuff and be able to even talk about awards or nominations. And uh, uh, so, if we ever get nominated, we're very grateful. Uh, if we ever win, I mean, I'm even more grateful. Saturday Night Live obviously is where I started, so to be able to win an Emmy for that. That meant the world to me, and I, I, I thank the writers and the cast, you know, because they're, that's really them. I mean, I'm getting the award for hosting, but they're in the whole, they're in more of the show than I am, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's great, and I, I look forward to all this stuff. The award season, it's kind of fun, and I know this website gets exciting around this time. So yeah, you're very busy. So thank you for taking the time to, to talk well, to thank me. Thank you. Good luck for this year's Emmys. Thank you, bud.